Hey. Hi. Have you read the article about ursine cloning? Ooh. I have not read the article about ursine cloning. It bears repeating. Hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> mm, my good. I'm well. I hope I hope whatever they find out is good, you know, because you hate bad news bears. Attention, bad jokes, dad jokes and puns that just don't work. The doctor will see you now. Hey everyone. That was too loud. Hey everyone. No. Hey everyone. Uh, Welcome to our podcast. This is a, a show where we talk bro, about You jokes. already don't talk loud enough. I can't pump. I don't know if I can pump <laughs> that, that audio up to anything usable. This is Evan DM's Joke Doctor, a podcast where my co-host, Sarah. Hello. No, regular place. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's not even that's literally just I don't want to listen to that. <laughs> My co-host Sarah Hello. finds jokes different places on the internet or in in the world, reads to me the setup. I try to guess the punchline. That's just like a game part. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the the real juicy meat of the episode or meat replacement for our the real impossible. Of the episode. The real, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. It's like calling it impossible instead of like impossible meat is like when people call ultimate Frisbee ultimate. Ultimate. Because Frisbee is a brand name. Yeah. So it's just like, can I have some impossible? (laughs) Which is, it's almost cool. We talk about the quality of the joke, what makes it work and what makes it not work. And then we see if we can improve it at all or just. Sometimes I just come up with better punchlines guessing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that first joke, Bears Repeating, is is great. I think that's a really good joke. Yeah. You've got a clean sort of setup. You're not repeating any words, which is important. Bears Repeating is, in the context of an article, like a, a justifiable sentence, mm-hmm. which is, I think, is why article makes it cool. Mm-hmm. makes that work right if you just had because you could just have an article about ursine cloning that was called bears repeating like it would mm-hmm. that would work in the real world oh like a conference paper or like a an academic like published paper right where they have like one of those bears repeating kooky names yeah yeah a study on genetic cloning in ursine populations yeah where it's just like did you come up with that and then see if there was research done <laughs> Like you would have done it on sheep if sheep repeating was <laughs> was something. Do you know what theme park clones sheep? Something with Dollywood. No, nah, Dollywood. Well, yeah, yeah. Dollywood know what theme park clones sheep. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, Dolly was the name of the sheep. Dolly was the name of the sheep. Yeah. We got emails? Yeah, we have so many emails. That's awesome. First, an email from Michael Borello. Hello. Joke about pirates and colors. Okay. Hey, all. It's been a while since writing in. 
I couldn't help but try to improve the joke about a pirate's favorite color, mm. so try this. What did Redbeard say to Bluebeard after crashing their ships at sea? We're marooned. Looks like we're marooned. That's great. That's really good. <laughs> that's just like, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Re- wow. Still love the content. Keep it up. Everybody, donate to the Patreon. Yours, Michael Borello. Thank you, Michael. Thanks, Michael. I appreciate the shout out to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash joke doctor. Yeah, man. That's a, that's a fucking good joke. It's the fact that it's not red pirate and blue pirate, right? Mm-hmm. That's nothing. But red beard and blue beard is something. Mm-hmm. That, that works out. That works out really well. Yeah. Pirates don't get blue balls. They get blue beard. Is that when they haven't got enough bush? <laughs> anyway. Next is the first of three emails from my friend Chris. Thanks, Chris. Hey, Chris. Chris says, episode Slaughterhouse 5. That Barry White deep line is very good. Mm-hmm. More of these, please. <laughs> okay. Episode Slaughterhouse 5, part two, Electric Boogaloo. Your mom is from Wisconsin? Yes. My she is. grandma's from Wisconsin. Does your mom also have a funny accent? No. Also, sorry, my grandma doesn't say hi to your mom because she's dead. Yeah, that's fine. My mom hasn't been in Wisconsin recently anyway, so. Or maybe last year, maybe two years ago. Um, she doesn't really have the accent. She says, like, her her sorry is more of a sorry. Sorry. But that's about it. Mm. Yeah. And my dad's from Virginia. He doesn't really have a southern accent. They both have very tempered versions of their regional accents and then moved to Connecticut, which also doesn't have a particularly notable accent. And that's how you end up with me, who just has a regular American voice. Mm-hmm. But my, the, the, I don't have an accent. That's true. And it I, always throws people off when they find out I'm from Tennessee. Yeah. They love to say, no accent. Yeah. And I get to say, you're right. Correct. You're so right, buddy. Yeah. I should start like being surprised. People are like, no accent. I'm like, Wait, really? Where did it go? Where did it go? <laughs> I could have swore I just had it. Um, you could if you wanted to do. So what you could you could do the Hassan Minhaj sort of treatment <laughs> and say, yeah, well, I got bullied for it, so I taught myself. <laughs> you know, as a as a First generation Arab American. Yeah. I, <laughs> Go know, a completely different route. I had start to, talking about a different accent. Do you and the and I and I <laughs> so I had to get rid of my Syrian accent. That yeah, that's really good. <laughs> or or you could be like, yeah, I had to get rid of my southern accent, you know, as a first generation Arab American. Just my Arabic sounded goofy as hell with that drawl, <laughs> so I just couldn't. I really couldn't do it. But inshallah, I mean, like... <laughs> inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah. Ya'ala. Ya'ala has got to be something, right? <laughs> I know because there's like there's Yola yeah. who's like hurry up. Sure. <laughs> so you could say like hurry up, hurry up all you, uh, or like God hurry up all you, you know. Yeah. Allah Yola y'all. 
<laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, yolo, yolo, yolo. <laughs> wow. That, so- that sounds like a fucking Arabic producer tag, like at the beginning of a rap song. Yolo. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, maybe I become a rapper and I do that. Yeah, maybe you could. Unfortunately, someone has already said, he was he's British, so it, it worked in his accent, but he was like, you know, I'm Muslim, so I can't allow a whack bar. just so good it's like kind of a it's almost so good that it's a reach like it's weird how well it works can't allow a whack bar that's really funny yeah my mom has a three or four foot tall like santa claus Mm. statue type thing and he looks like like an old like classic type of santa sure For a long time, he was holding this um, poster type thing, a rope at the top to hang it. But it was um, Al-Fatiha from the Quran, like the first um, like verse. And it was really funny That's wild. for Santa to be holding like the first verse of the Quran. What would, what would Arabic or Muslim Santa eat instead of milk and cookies? Um, oh, date cookies. Date cookies. Um, Mahmoud. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mahmoud. Some hot tea or Arabic coffee. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. He needs the Arabic coffee to stay up all night. Delivering oh. presents to all the kids. Next email um, is still from Chris. This joke. What's a Siemens? Parentheses. Seaman. LMAO. They're Least laughing because color. they're doing a year of celibacy. What's the rest? What's the joke? What's a Siemens? Don't do it again. Least favorite color. Least favorite color. Is it blue? It's maroon. Oh, right. So it's not It's not a cum joke at all. It's just, yeah. Love Chris. Unfortunately, it is following up like a really, really good maroon joke. Mm-hmm. So, hey, three more um, of those and we got a hit on our hands. The P.S. Sorry for being immature, but when I thought of this joke, I couldn't get past the setup even in my mind without laughing about semen. Love part two, electric boogaloo. Chris. P.P.S. P.P. L.M.A.O. <laughs> Semen has got to be one of the worst specimens I have to work with from just smell alone. Disgusting. How can something be so fun at home and so vile anywhere else? What about pee? Nah. Pee stinky. Yeah, but I think most of the time when you're interacting with pee in any context, you're like aware of the smell. Whereas I think when you're specifically interacting with semen in a sort of sexual mind state, mm-hmm. you're not as tuned in to the sort of flavor profile or scent. You're also not usually getting a lot of it that's just sort of sitting there for a while, hopefully. And so I can imagine in a lab setting, it's quite different. Yeah. Um, All right. One Are last you? email. Oh, another email. Okay, cool. This email is from Jax. Okay, Jax. So those jokes. What did the outraged flower say? What did the outraged flower say? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. I don't know. What incarnation? How does the crematory operator make his money? I don't know. He earns it. Hmm. I guess if you had like a little piggy bank that was shaped like that, that yeah. could work. Thanks, Jax. Uh, Jax actually texted me a joke what? yesterday. A text? 
As I handed my dad his 50th birthday card, he looked at me with tears in his eyes and says, you know, one would have been enough. (laughs) It's really good. Let's do the regular episode now. What do you call it when an octopus leaves the sea? Is it a tentacle thing? Nope. Squid thing? Nope. It's an octopus. Yeah, but sometimes they they fudge them. I still remember our pilot, our first episode, where it was camel and llama. And I was just like, that shit's not close enough. Um, What does an octopus say when it... What do you call it? What do you call? When an octopus leaves the sea. Octopus? No. Because the sea and octopus, if you leave that, then it's octopus? No. Um, Octopus. They have a name for those. (laughs) But we're not sponsored, so I'm not going to say it. Octopus leaves the sea. What's is it? What is the what is what is it related to about octopuses? The octa. When it leaves the sea, I don't know. An octagon. Mm. No, not quite. <laughs> not quite. So this is actually okay. So here's here's something. I'm going to tie this to battle rap again. Actually, so I was watching Tay Rock versus New Jersey Twerk, and Tay Rock in like the second round was like, you know, his name is Rayvon and I'm gonna call him Ray and then did name flips off the name Ray. Mm-hmm. And it's like, first of all, bar- barely anybody calls him Rayvon. Mm-hmm. Like he's he has a bunch, like, yeah, you can use someone's government name and flip that, that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Basically what he did in order for those bars to work was to say, this is his legal name and I'm going to shorten it, and then I will be referencing that. And that doesn't work because people don't call him Ray. Mm-hmm. Like, even though you can technically shorten it there, it's kind of cheap to be like, I'm going to select this part of his name. Like, because then you could do a bunch of stuff where you call him Vaughn or Rave is what they were saying, where it's just like, yeah, now you're getting too granular. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if I were trying to name flip Sarah, I could pull out a pistol it get real meaner. One shot, then rah in the air, like a cheerleader. It's like, it wouldn't, it's like, oh yeah, that's fire, rah in the air. Like they, you know, go rah and they put their hand, they fly up in the air. But hold on, did you just call them rah? (laughs) (laughs) Their name is Sarah. It's like, that doesn't work. The reason I say this is because no one has ever called an octopus an octa. Octa. Look at those octas. What about the octonauts? What does that have to do with anything? Octonauts. What is that? They're little cartoon sea creatures. Okay. No, no, no. (laughs) But I'm asking, I'm not asking what they are as much as I'm asking what that has to do with anything. Other than just also having octa involved. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Look at that. Are them. they octopi? Nope. Okay. One of them's a polar bear. And it really then it really doesn't really doesn't pertain. There is an octopus. Sure. But it looks but they're not like a bear. All octas. There's a bunny. You can just call them octas. Wow. Which one of these would you be? I think you I think <laughs> The people at home can't see this. I think you're the kitty cat with the eye patch. Okay, if I say which one I am, can we can we move on? Yeah. I'm the cat with the eye patch. Yeah, which one am I? Fucking. 
Jesus Christ. You're that one. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it looks like a puppy. Yeah, something like that. Who knows? I'm going to email this to... I'm going to reply to everyone who sent us an email with this image. Can we get it? Can we go to the next joke, please? Yeah. What do female veggies wear to the beach? Barely any dressing. Nope. Broccolini. Eeny is something. It's Well, it's bikini, right? It's... It's uh, a zucchini. A zucchini? Yeah. How do they spell it? Z-U hyphen K-I-N-I-S. Zucchinis. Zucchinis. Okay, so here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. That is not, I'm not saying that this, ha- it has to be a pun. It doesn't have to be a pun. That isn't. That is just a portmanteau. Mm-hmm. It is just the word Portmanteau is a funny word. Zucchini and the word bikini, and it just doesn't, there's nothing going on there. Barely any dressing is better. Let's move on. What does an escalator say when it stops working? What does an escalator say when it stops working? Nothing. It just stares? Yes. It just stares. It just stares. It just stares. (laughs) It just stares. Doesn't doesn't quite work. I'm sending your mom a picture of the octonauts. Okay. I figured that's what you were doing because I wasn't getting as sort of in-depth responses. I was sending it to your dad too. Um the thing is, there's time after the podcast where you could do this. <laughs> I'm gonna forget. That's fine. It doesn't that's that's okay. You can forget. There some things can be lost to time. You wanna hear another joke? Or do you want to talk about when you saw comedy in New York City? Let's let's do that, because obviously an escalator can never break. It can only become stairs is the perfect version of that joke already. So thanks to Mitch Hedberg for that one. Thanks, Mitch Hedberg. All right. So, at the beginning of November, I took a little trip down to New York City to see my friend Ryan Wentz in his comedy show. And he was playing with his comedy group, Two Tree Hill. Um, And they were joined by Rose Kelso and Christopher Bill. And they put on a show called Don't Stop, I'm About to Jazz. Which... Jazz? Yes. Wow. Yeah, so... That's that's definitely that. And I look, I'm I'm not saying that I should be in every writer's room, mm-hmm. but I was like, how have you guys ever said ejasculation? And they were like, no. And I was like, hmm, I don't know how I'm getting to there first. Yeah, really. So they obviously they have that that song that they perform at the beginning, which is very sexually charged. Um, about jazz about jazz right but it's it's all cum jokes basically Um, i have this theory that nobody actually likes jazz they just say they like jazz it seems smarter where'd you get that theory from from the fact that i was in high school and i was um very daria coded and didn't like jazz i mean i personally don't like jazz i find it really annoying to listen to Mm -hmm. But I've met some people who really claim to like it. I know. I feel like they're lying. It's <sighs> like when a young person says they like jazz, I'm skeptical. When yeah. an old person says they like jazz, I'm like, yeah, probably. Okay, there wasn't anything to do when you were growing up. So yeah. obviously you yeah, had yeah, time yeah. for that. But it's it's kind of similar. You know Jacob Collier? Mm-hmm. It's like 
all of his shit sounds the same because he has this philosophy where he can make any note fit in any place in any order. And so it's all just like, you can go anywhere and it's like, okay, so, but you're going everywhere mm-hmm. all the time in every song. So it, it's just not different. And yeah. that's, that's what jazz sounds like to me. I, and I like, I get it. I mean, there's times when I've listened to jazz cause it just feels like the, you know, it's the moment, but do some people really like it anyway? concept behind the show is that Ryan, J.D., Rose, and Christopher, who was just joining for that show, play a improvised jazz backing track mm-hmm. to four 10-minute stand-up sets by whichever stand-up comedians they happen to get for the show. And they, you know, maybe they have, but probably haven't done that before. Mm-hmm. They probably haven't done that set to music because there's no context in which you would do that other than this. Mm -hmm. And so they just are basically like riding the rhythm of the music while doing their standup set. Mm -hmm. And you get like a completely unique version of their material. And so the people that they had, um, there were three. And you. What? They pick you. No, they like booked comedians. There were three comedians who are like actively on SNL. Andrew Dismukes. James Austin Johnson. James Austin. Molly Kearney, I believe. And then Martin Urbano. It was really interesting seeing them like approach their material while having to listen to music, which kind of throws you off a little bit. And seeing how they all like incorporated whatever rhythm was being given to them by the band and how the band like played (laughs) off of what they were doing. All I can think in my head right now is, hey, who's going to be on stage tonight? Oh, Martin or Bono. Hmm. So. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> um, it works because anyway, they're what musicians did, with Martin. What, did, what else did I have? What else was What else was there? So the thing that was really interesting was seeing how they responded and how they were playing along like the first guy who went up kind of really didn't have a huge impact on his set like it wasn't taking away too much it wasn't like adding too much like he conducted the band a little bit when he like they weren't being jazzy enough yeah they weren't they weren't holding up their end of the Mm. of the jazz um as like a conduct they're essentially the conductor there right Mm -hmm. and uh, the first guy was it was andrew dismukes it was fine Perfectly fine. I don't think mm. I laughed, but I think there was like a humorous bit near the end. Mm. I like was texting Ryan um, my live thoughts. It was mm. like a very crowded venue, so I couldn't actually see the stage. I was just in the back corner watching on a monitor, mm-hmm. um, which was fine by me because I had more space to move around. Mm. But I was basically texting him my thoughts live, just like re- reactions to different jokes and if I thought things were good or not. I think I probably laughed like four times. They were like killing in the room. It was just, I can't. It's really hard to get the joke doctor to crack. It's it's just because I'm thinking really hard mm-hmm. the whole time. Big brain. Uh, Molly Kearney went next and they were really good at, at like, they were very clearly like contending with the music live where it was like riding that that rhythm, but also not losing your place in your material mm-hmm. and like listening actively, but listening actively, but also like still maintaining the energy of your performance. 
And there was a moment like a minute and a half in where they like did a punchline and then conducted the band and the band followed them. And it was like, oh, that's perfect. They've got it. And that worked really well. James Austin Johnson did not seem to enjoy it. Uh, maybe has like a very specific, has a very specific style of comedy. This mm. is the guy, I don't know if you've seen him. This is the only context I have for him, but he does a very good Donald Trump impression. Mm. So he'll do like a two minute Twitter video of him talking to the camera as Donald Trump about some wild rambling topic. And it's a really good impression. I didn't realize that like maybe the sort of rambliness of the bit is maybe just one of his things. He like kind of scolded the band a little bit, was just like at some point a, a couple, like a minute or two in, he was just like, so are you you all going to play something different than this Sesame Street shit? And it was just like kind of humorously confrontational and kind of just sort of like he clearly wasn't comfortable with it mm-hmm. or it didn't read like he was comfortable with it. Um, and then he did like an eight minute bit about like a law, a lawmaker trying to define the word lunch, which was just like a weird thing that maybe was referencing something I didn't understand or just the bit was that it was kind of ridiculous. And then Martin Urbano was just like, had this very much pseudo ironic, like I'm going to do regular iconic classic stand up like setups, you know? Like, uh, you know, like airplane food kind of stuff. Right. Mm. But then twist it and be like, uh, you know, on it's that so sort delicious. Of, I love airplane food. Not quite. <laughs> Just sort of making it like um, making it a little, you know, edgier and stuff like that. Fuck airplane food. Am I right? Not quite. <laughs> Not quite. But 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 Those something damn like ass that. peanuts. Okay, so it wasn't observational comedy. It was like it starts as observational comedy and then twists to be like about him in like a a weird... I'm allergic to peanuts. Okay. So there was... um, I think there, there was one sort of one where he was doing... He was like narrating being in a bathroom stall and dropping his phone and being like, and I just saw it drop. And the band is like descending down the scale as he does this. Right between the person's legs at the bottom of the stall. And so like, it turns out that, you know, the image that he was painting is you think he drops his phone while using the bathroom. No, he's trying to take a picture of a person in the bathroom and he drops his phone then. It's like that kind of little switch up thing where it's like, yeah, it's supposed to be like, you know, he's doing this sort of pseudo ironic character thing. (laughs) From the beginning of that joke starting, I knew that it was going to be him like creeping on someone in the bathroom. That was like the crux of the joke. And so it didn't surprise me. But there were a few times where I thought I knew where he was going with something and he went in a different direction or he went there and then he went somewhere after it, um, which was which was really good. So his style works really well because he's much more of just like telling a setup and then a punchline, which works a lot better with that kind of rhythm than like a storyteller or someone doing a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, like a really, really cool type of comedy show and then obviously rose 
did some songs and Two Tree Hills did some songs. So they got to kind of be hosts and feature uh, themselves. But it was like a really cool way of seeing a comedy show. And it was like an hour and a half, between an hour and a half, two hours, like not e- extremely not long and, you know, not terrible comedians. So mm-hmm. if you're in New York City, you know, check that out. Go or to follow SNL. Two Tree Hill. Go see SNL. Go see SNL. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. If you I, you have to try really hard to get tickets. Really? Yeah. It's kind of like a lottery thing. And you just sign up like a year in advance and they call you up and, and they're just like hope a year from then there's like really interesting stuff happening in the yeah. news. And they just say, Here's your ticket for this date and you just gotta tell your boss then, Hey I guess so. going to see S and L. But hey. Is it not on Saturday Night Live? Saturday night? It is, isn't it? So I don't know if you but have if, to tell your boss. You, but if you have to travel. Oh, I guess if you have to travel, yeah. You, you got to get to the big city. Let's uh, go back to jokes. Yeah. I first want to say I looked up James Austin Johnson. He's from Nashville, Tennessee, and that makes the uh, the legislator lunch thing make more sense. Yeah. He referenced that, and I was like, I think that's the thing that I wouldn't get. Back to the jokes. What do actors and people who leave voicemails have in common? Jesus Christ, this <laughs> that's a goofy uh, setup. Is it something with being like hung up on a line? Uh-uh. Okay, I don't know. They're both hoping for a callback. Hmm, that's, that's about as boring as I think that could be. <laughs> it feels like there's a lot of stuff there, which is kind of why I didn't, I didn't want to guess too much because I wanted to maybe, I wanted to talk about it, see where they went. Um, they're waiting on a call back. Ugh. Yeah, I guess so. It's not inspiring at all. It doesn't. It doesn't make me feel anything. Does it make you want to call back? Not to this joke. And Noah Khan wants um, for her to call back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to keep that in? <laughs> I'm going to let you decide if that one. Um, yeah, like, because there's stuff there for, like, line and, yeah, there really actually isn't that much there. <laughs> maybe that's why that's underwhelming, is I thought that maybe it would be better and it just isn't. Callback and callback are just like, yeah, yeah, they're just the same thing, really. Yeah. Like a callback is literally just a callback. It just has become a a noun mm-hmm. now. So you're not you're not breaking any interesting ground there. Let's move on. I do like your TikTok with the where you're reading the newspaper, um, and the <laughs> person who got fired from the news factory. They're hung up on a deadline. Yeah, the procrastinator who got fired from the news factory who was hung up on a deadline. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going (laughs) on there. That is a thoughtful double entendre all the way through. Hung up, deadline. And it's it's here's the thing, right? It breaks it breaks new ground because you don't call a noose a deadline but you understand that it is one. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the difference there, right? Is you're not just like, if people already called nooses deadlines, it wouldn't be as fun or interesting. Yeah. Deadline is what a TikToker calls a noose. 
Oh, because <laughs> I've got a. I need a. I need a deadline for unaliving. <laughs> After my mom found all my corn. <laughs> and the worst part is, I'm an accountant. That's all. <laughs> that sucks, dude. But actually, my favorite part of that video is um, the other character, and when he goes, "Huh." Did that really happen? And then the joke character is like, no, it's a joke. I made it up. I read the comics. And then the other guy (laughs) is like, yeah, uh uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think you could read. I didn't think you could read. (laughs) That's my favorite part. Yeah, and you know what that is? That's a tag. (laughs) That's another joke happening after the main joke, right? You can't, you, you got to put a lot of little jokes in there. That's, that's, that's what sets, I think, good comment, like good short form video creators apart is like, how many jokes are you doing? How many opportunities are there for a joke? And how often are you using them? What's your joke per like second ratio? Baseball stats, but with jokes. Yeah. I'm doing fucking Woba comedy. Let's let's go. Another joke. Why did the pillow go to the doctor? Because he was too tired. No. He That's why the bike went to the doctor. Yeah, why did the pillow go to the doctor? Uh-huh. Oh. There's something kicking around in my mind like facing head on. No. But I don't think that's right. Pillows. Is it something that he's got a case of something? No. Okay, pillow case, fluff, cool. Rhymes with fluff. Puff? No. Think sick. Stuff? Yes. He, had a, he, he was stuffed up? He was feeling all stuffed up. That's a lot of extra words there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was feeling all stuffed up. He Is, was a little stuffy. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the teddy bear go to the doctor? He was a little stuffy. So that's better, right? Isn't that better? Yeah. Because stuffy now has the sort of noun version, whereas like a pillow and a nose are both being described as stuffy mm-hmm. or, or or stuffed, mm-hmm. right? But that's not really changing the word. But you're right, stuffy as like meaning a, a plush animal or yeah. whatever. It's good. Good work. You hear no joke? Mm-hmm. What kind of music scares scissors? <laughs> Rock? Yeah. That's dumb. Rock music. No. Okay. (laughs) Ooh. Ah, but you could do, you know, (laughs) what's a scissors favorite fucking experimental hip hop band? Clipping. I like clipping. You listen to clipping? No, I don't. They're really good. I don't like experimental music. It's too harsh for me. Mm. Sorry. What's, uh, we're going to do, I see that you have brought up the computer joke. Did you get new ones? I did acquire some new ones. Is it still called computer? It is still called computer. Okay, good. Yeah. I don't have another fucking jingle in me right now. But I'm not going to read you the new ones because I still have... Old ones. Old ones. I have seven other old ones before it's the new ones. Now, I seem to have a text message from you. It's the Octonauts. <laughs> yeah, that one that that one is a dog, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm the bunny. Is that the one all the way on the left? Yeah. In the green? Yeah. I can see why you would think yourself that. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Do you not think I'm the bunny? I 
oh, oh, it literally couldn't matter to me. Uh, I support you and your beliefs. Okay. That I'm the bunny and you're yes. the kitty with an eye patch. Sure. Yes. <laughs> How do tigers prepare such fluffy omelets? <laughs> tigers? Yeah. What is what do tigers and omelets have in common? I don't I don't know it. What? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> with their whiskers. <laughs> Okay, now <laughs> I I can't hate on that wordplay because I have a joke that uses that wordplay. It's just tiger is so unnecessary. <laughs> tiger is not necessarily known for their their whiskers, I suppose, but they do have them. It's bit misleading, I suppose. Um, I have one that's just my cat doesn't have any whiskers. I think the way that I've delivered it. I used it in one of my TikToks where I was doing Dimitri Martin style, just like doing one-liners and playing guitar. I was like, I was in the kitchen making eggs with my friend and my cat walked in and he said, she doesn't have any whiskers. How does she make her eggs? Something like that. Mm-hmm. You know? I have some more emails. Uh, no. What? <laughs> yes. What? Yes. Huh? Why do you have more emails? <laughs> this is the end of the episode. <laughs> Did you just get an email back from someone right now? Yeah. Okay. From two different people. What? Did you text them to make them respond to the emails? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. My name is Evan DM. You can find me by Googling Evan DM. I have an album that came out this year. I have this podcast. You should listen to his album, Distant Pulses. It's so good. Find Sarah online, Sarah ABTW. That's Sarah with an H. Uh, follow us on patreon.com slash joke doctor. Email us at edjdpodcast at gmail.com. Just like these people. What did they say? Chris says, don't know what this means, but I love you. And then also, I don't remember typing up or sending the original email because I just started replying to people's emails with the image of the octonauts. And then Jordan, it's keys, says, thank you for the octonauts. <laughs> and as always, we say, if it ain't joke, don't fix it. Goodbye. <laughs>